Well, good morning, our listening audience. It is February 18th, bright and early in the morning. Uh, I have a very special guest with us today and uh, can't wait to introduce her. And uh, what we've been talking about for a long time is, you know, that the Collegiate Sports Advocate system is built on college coach feedback. So for us to get a college coach with this many years experience on the line is just amazing. So I don't want to make you wait any longer. I'd love to hear Coach Kamala introduce herself and share her experiences. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I coached collegiate softball at uh, two different divisions for about 18 years and uh, recently had been at the division one level for 12 years. And I have created a business to help parents, to help young people, and to help coaches. Um, as I just saw a need that was happening over and over again with the stressors and the mindset and some of the life skills that we know that young people learn through sport. And um, so I'm really happy to talk to you today. I know you're doing some great things um, in Texas and 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 all over. So I just can't wait to talk a little bit this morning and it's great to be here. Well, awesome. Will you tell us a little bit about the years that you spent coaching? It's quite impressive. Um, sure. I coached at a couple different division one institutions. And, um, prior to that, I coached at the division three level and the freshman that I saw coming in as well as just helping one of my favorite things about coaching was developing relationships with young women and helping them believe in themselves and helping them work through some of the stressors or some of the things that were happening both on the ball field as well as in life and just helping them learn the skills to cope, to communicate more effectively. And that's kind of where that's, you know, where I've, how it's led me to today. Oh, and I, I'm going back on the multiple phone calls we've had just getting to know each other here, but you mentioned an, um, an amazing word that I think you can dive into. You know, we talk about uh, physical fitness. We talk about academic fitness, but you mentioned the term emotional fitness. Tell us more. Yeah, so um, emotional fitness and human skills or soft skills helping people not allow their feelings to completely change their entire perspective. And um, often when someone feels really strongly about something, whether it's, man, I wasn't able to hit today and that transitioned into I'm a terrible hitter. And then how that spirals from that, um, there's some really incredible science behind it. And I know I won't give, give it all of its uh, justice, but the ability to regulate emotions and the ability to work on not allowing your emotions or what you feel in that moment to spiral out of control and really change your perspective of, of something. It's something that some people are taking classes, classes in at the collegiate level and I think a lot of uh, coaches are trying to look for ways to help their athletes with this, but the, you know, there's just not enough time in the day. And so um, it's a need that I see that I can help young women with before they get to college, while they're in college, and just be stronger mentally 
and have the skills, the coping skills and the communication skills to not be um, so dictated by what they feel in that moment. Yeah, that is powerful. I know Yeah, I shared with you that I get a lot of phone calls because our platform is to stay with them until they graduate college. And a lot of this has happened, obviously, over the last two years and all that they've been through. But it's really, really uh, much more prevalent than it's been in the past. And some of it is is even the parents not understanding what they're going through. And it was something that I heard you say earlier, or at least I saw a tweet this morning that reminded me of what you said about that the sport doesn't define you. Can mm-hmm. you address more of that? Yeah, um, it's. It's so awesome the things that young people can get from sport. But on the other side of that coin, they're struggling and navigating. And we see it when they struggle in sport. Well, it affects what they think about their own self-worth. But we also see it when they graduate, when that when they hang those spikes up. And them figuring out who they are and that they're so much bigger than the sport and the identity that they built in that, you know, being able to navigate that is certainly important. And I think that a lot of times, I know you and I have talked a little bit, but once athletes are committing, verbaling, it doesn't matter to what division are signing. And in one part of their brain, they're like, okay, I really don't know what I'm getting into. I don't really know what college softball is going to be like so we can't fault them for not knowing what they don't know but I love the fact that you stay with the athletes that you work with until they graduate and on campuses everywhere the counseling services are being bombarded with normal students as well as student athletes And a lot of the things that student athletes want to talk about or want to are struggling with is a little bit about what we just mentioned, like figuring out who they are, even if they're not playing, even if they're not performing well, not allowing that part of their life completely negatively impact them or their perspective or perception of who they are. So that is an that is a need and an issue that you know young people are talking about and they they need people to talk to when they're struggling to you know not only ask them questions but to help them change their their mindset and work on some of these skills that maybe they haven't gone through a ton of adversity before they've they've gotten to college or maybe they relied too much on the success of their sport because in high school, they always were the best person on the team or one of the best. And now they're surrounded, no matter what division they go to, they're surrounded with a lot more talented athletes. So balancing that competitiveness and not allowing it to impact their self-worth, these are some of the conversations um, that are definitely happening in a coach's relationship. But also these young people want to talk to someone to work through some of these things. Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, the phone calls that I've had uh, this semester has been uh, something Sue Inquist mentioned at the NFCA meeting <clears throat> is about, for simple math, if you have 27 people on a roster, which, hello, that's a pretty normal roster nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, nine are on the field, then that's two-thirds of you are in a role. 
you know, learning to adapt to that role, learning to communicate. What does that mean? And, and if everybody's going to college thinking they're one of those nine, that's pretty shocking, right? Is that a problem because of travel ball and not playing on teams that, you know, emulate more of a competitive environment or is that just a sign of the times? What do you think? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I don't, I think it's probably a combination of everything. I mean, a lot of people are playing on, you know, 18 new rosters are like, mm, let's have 12 people on the team. Let's have 13 people on the team. And then that, those small rosters at the last team, competitive team that they play on prior to arriving in college, that is taking its physical wear and tear on some of these athletes' bodies. Like we could go, we could go, and talk for a long time about overuse injuries and how girls are showing up to college campuses. Um, their bodies just worn slam out from the I bet we can, travel yeah. ball. We're going to make that another conversation because it <laughs> just sparred my thought. I got beat up really hard on a, on a fast pitch um, blog thing on Facebook, right? And I, we just come out of October, just finished, you know, the highest level of, nationals you could play at and my husband's team had five pitchers and man they were limping and you just it was exhausting at this point and I said you need a minimum of 18 to play the game you need four pitchers minimum five, you know four catchers five infielders five outfielders and you all better hit and these people went after me you know like playing time happens at home in the backyard, you know, and they really, they, I think it's a big audience out there that just doesn't understand yeah. what they, it they don't, they, they don't want to pay all that money. They don't want to pay all that money and not have their, their kid play. And then that ment mentality transitions with the young person and the parent as they go to college and they really struggle with the playing time thing. So like what all causes these young people to get to college and then struggle when they are two thirds of the team, like Sue Enquist said, right? Like it's so many things. It's the, it's the roster size. It is the um, bouncing around from travel ball teams. It is um, so many different things that go into it. I, I don't know which one is the biggest culprit. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and you just brought up another one, the bouncing around travel teams. That could be a whole nother segment because mm -hmm. now the portal seems to be, you know, a big yeah. thing. And I don't want to take this one down the portal thing, but, you know, I'm hearing the announcers on ESPN, you know, hyping that this is the greatest thing that's happened to the sport. And I'm just shaking my head. So we'll make that one another one. But that's the, all of these, you know, symptoms or I call them diseases because they're pretty rampant. All of these diseases of what everybody's going through is why when they get to college, it's not real. It's not reality that, you know, not every freshman is gonna play and when they do it's a big deal but what does that mean to the juniors i i got phone calls from juniors and seniors that are like should i just quit is it really worth it and i'm like quitting when is quitting an option you know play a different role learning you know learn a different part of the game maybe chart pitches maybe get uh, the outfielders warmed up on the outside since it's cold now you know there's just so many things that they can do you know and maybe take a leadership role how do you, you know right. sit next to the coach figure out how to participate instead of feeling their feelings and feeling it's all about them yeah and you know because we have a few more years on us 
and we I got a birthday uh, this weekend so let's not go there (laughs) because we we look at things from a different scope obviously the one thing that we love about sport is what it provides a young person and if these college student athletes at every division were encouraged to I mean heck let's talk about just being a great teammate what does that look like how are you coachable what kind of energy are you showing up every single day to practice with what are you doing when your teammate is struggling what are you doing when you're struggling like it if more conversations were about that character development and trying to steer that young person into simply truly believing if you don't step on the field at all, what, how are you still learning and growing? If there are more conversations like that, where young people were realizing it is such an honor to be a part of a team. And I might not know right now at 19 years old, at 21 years old, what I'm getting from this experience. But when I am 30 and I am 40 and I look back, I'm going to think about my college athletic experience. Do I want to be like, yeah, I quit my junior year because I was unhappy. I didn't get to play that much. And my coach was too hard on me. Like what, whatever their reasons for quitting are, or do they want to look back and say, holy cow, I got some of the best friends um, in my life to this day from, I got to travel I learned how to speak up when things were hard. I learned to develop a relationship with my boss or my supervisor. And they're able to look back and to take, have some of those takeaways that sport teaches them. You know, if those conversations were happening more, I think we would see a lot more happy uh, student athlete experiences everywhere because the playing part, everybody wants to go to college and play. But the numbers, like Sue Enquist, you know, shared and like you brought up earlier in that thing, you know, the the, the playing time is going to be constantly changing. That's not something that you can control a whole lot, but you could still pull out and have an incredible experience if your mindset and your perspective is focused on the right things. Yeah, and you called those human skills. And I was, you know, 28 years in leadership in corporate America, and we hired student athletes sight unseen basically because of the human skills that they had the ability to be part of the group and overcome stress and their relationship skills just learning to communicate and being accountable for good days and bad days i mean those are amazing life skills that a lot Mm -hmm. of adults don't have today to be honest with you that's some of the issues we have in the parent groups you know people always complain about the parents and i think in my experience gosh almost 20 years now I look back and it's the parents that have never been athletes. They don't know the the real value of what student athlete means on their resume and that those humans are really getting to. So you're going to die, but it's already over 15 minutes that we've been on this call, if you could imagine. But talk about emotional fitness and the programs that you offer. You know, let us know what your web address is. How do they get in touch with you? Maybe the title of your, your current uh, program that you've got out there. Sure. So what I'm doing the most of right now is workshops for travel ball teams or workshops with collegiate teams. So it's through Zoom. 
we have um, a, different types of agendas according to what the coach may need. Some of those uh, topics do include emotional fitness, emotional regulation, um, communication, comp conflict management skills, um, sports, anxiety, or having a really good um, failure recovery plan to help reduce some of that anxiety. And I also do one-on-one -on -one consults with high school athletes as well as collegiate athletes. The, the most new thing or the thing that I just, that just went out and opened up to, for registration is a commit workshop. So it's going to be two workshops for anybody that's committed, um, talking about how to start really owning their calendar, talking about some of the stresses that they are going to experience and as, as an athlete and how to show up on campus as a freshman standing out amongst the other freshmen as well as getting on that campus, whatever campus that student athlete is committed to and making a statement about what she's bringing to the team mentally, emotionally, and physically. And so I'm really excited about those commit workshops. The best way to find me, um, Coach Kama on Twitter, I have a link tree there that will take people to my website where they can register. They can do deposits for team workshops or they can register for the commit workshop or they can do the one-on-one -on -one consulting. So, you know, really all things mindset, it's not therapy, it's mindset and leadership development. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm looking for ways just to continue to give back to young people and parents and help their journey be a little bit easier. Awesome. Well, we're going to throw your link out on our social media sites. Uh, we are collegiatesportsadvocate.com. We are uh, CSA underscore athletes on Twitter. We are Collegiate Sports Advocate on Facebook. And then in uh, Instagram, we're Collegiate underscore sports underscore athletes. I didn't make it easy on myself, did I? <laughs> yeah, but usually once you find one, right, you can find all the other ones, right? Absolutely. We try to link it all together and uh, make this available to the mass public. There's 375,000 student athletes registered for high school softball, so Hopefully we'll reach them all. Coach, I want to thank you again for a wonderful morning and uh, we'll be chatting soon. Have a great okay, day. Okay, thanks so much.